Hi, and welcome to We Are Outnumbered, the podcast where we talk about being married, having kids, and family stuff in general. I'm Anthony, and with me, as always, is my co-host and lovely wife, Kristen. Hello, everybody. How are you today? I'm doing good. So we missed last week. We did. We forgot what day it was. <laughs> I think the holiday kind of threw, threw us off a little bit. Yeah, and then it threw off the rest of the yes, week. Yes, it did. <laughs> Yeah, Not just, just the day. <laughs> yeah, it was all kind of weird. But we're back today. So as always, you can check out the time codes in the description to see uh, you know, if you want to jump around, all that kind of great stuff. But first, we will open up with some news for Kristen. Are Woo-hoo! you ready? Yes, so excited. And I set this up mostly last week, so I don't, really, I don't even remember what it is. <laughs> oh, here we go. Belgian City finds its former mayor's heart in a fountain. What? What? <laughs> I found you a good one today. (laughs) For years, it was just an urban myth. Then the diggers moved in and found it was true that the heart of a former mayor of the eastern Belgian city of Verviers really was buried under a fountain. A small metal box containing Pierre David's heart in an ethanol-filled jar was uncovered during renovation, uh, renovation work on the city's ornate stone fountain last month. The relic is mentioned in civic documents, but until it was found, no one really believed it. Uh, city councilor, this name, told, uh, <laughs> okay. this is from Reuters. Um, today, the legend is no longer a legend. It's a reality. Oh, my goodness. David, the city's first mayor. I have to use the other browser that doesn't pop up all these pop-ups. <laughs> David, you can't even, like, go on news sites anymore. Like, they, I, I can't, it keeps jumping up and down because yeah. the ads are loading late. Um, David, the city's first mayor after Belgium became an independent country, was still in office when he died in 1839 after falling from a building. Oh, gosh. Falling from a building? Okay. Authorities built a fountain in his honor uh, and, with his family's permission, placed his heart under stone in the monument in 1883. Interesting. I mean... It goes on and gives some more history, but... That's an interesting um, way to honor, you know, somebody... (laughs) burying their heart which i mean you know his heart is in that city forever i guess he really gave (laughs) he gave his whole heart (laughs) is there any place you'd want your heart to be cut out and put in a jar no and stored no if i'm not using my heart hopefully somebody else can use it if you die before me do you want me to put it in a jar and like put it in the kitchen oh gosh no or in the bedroom so i can see your heart Oh, that no. What, doesn't your heart belong to me? Yes, but the, not that kind of heart. <laughs> oh, okay. Are oh, you sure? That's creepy. What this or what I'm saying? What you're saying? Oh, <laughs> I just wanted to be clear. Heart in a jar. <laughs> All right. That's what so you're gonna hold on to. <laughs> So our topic today, um, last week, well, our last yeah. podcast, we talked about uh, just school, you know, the kids went back to school, that kind of stuff. So we kind of talked about our experiences and, and how yeah. it kind of influenced us with our kids. Right. Um, and so we, we mentioned multiple times how, you know, now you had your, for a while there, you went to your church that is connected right. to, to your school. school. Yeah. For me, there was such a separation. I was almost like two different people yeah. <laughs> almost growing up that I would just, I went to school to, you know, learn. And to then, learn. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yes. I went to school because that's what you did. And then it at church is where I had all my friends, all my things. We both grew up in church. Yes. Um, and so I thought today we can talk about that, that that's the topic is growing up in church, how it affected us, how it, because both of us, um, you know, we grew up in church and we both are still in church. I mean, we work for a church, we are in ministry. Um, but we have friends that had opposite situations that not only do they no longer go to church, but they don't believe in God, you know? Um, and so, and even our, you grew up in a really big church Mm -hmm. i grew up in a mid-sized church i would say you know that went anywhere from i mean you had thousands of members we had anywhere between you know so we flexed from a couple hundreds to i think it pushed like eight or nine hundred um during a couple years growing up but um yeah so yeah We'll talk about growing up in church, yeah. the the goods, the bads. Um, I thought we could start with just, well, I'll, I'll leave it to you. I kind of just broke it down into three categories, some favorite moments, 
then the negatives or what we would see as was possible negatives and then what we would see as possible, you know, positives, mm. you know, and then just a overall last word, okay. which we'll do the last word at the end. Oh, really? That's what I That's thought. I, I mean, but I don't know. Do, did you want to start with like the positives and the negatives or do you <laughs> want to kind of just start out with some favorite memories? We can start off with some favorite memories. Okay. That sounds good. All right. Um, do you want to go first? Sure. I'll go first. Well, we can go back and forth a little bit. Okay. Sounds that? good. Yes. Because I'm sure a lot of what we experienced was, even though we went to two different churches in two different places, different sizes, but we both grew up in the Assemblies of God denomination. Which, if for people that don't know that what that is, it's, uh, I mean, it's Protestant. It's a Christian denomination, yes. and it's Pentecostal. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just, I feel like th- there's so much of like... Christian has become political, like yeah. evangelical. That, like, e- even that word evangelical, <laughs> I don't even like being called that. How about that? Because it has so much negative connotations. negative connotations to it. But yeah, so we grew up Assemblies of God. Yes, um, you know, uh, which some people might think are crazy people, <laughs> um, but so, but we grew up going to the same kind of programs yes. and stuff because our churches would do stuff together. Yeah, like, like even looking yeah. back, we think. We may have we run into did. each other as kids. Yeah. But go ahead. So what, what do you want to talk okay. about first? So I don't even know why this was the first thing that popped in my head. But when I think of my kids' church, right, I had a great kids' church experience, um, with great kids' pastors. We had the Winchells and we had um, the Boyds. And even for a little bit, we had George Westlake. I don't know if you know any of these people. but um, The Boyds, I definitely yes. do. <laughs> the Boyds are still very, very much involved in um, kids' They're ministry. like legends in the yeah. Assemblies of God. <laughs> but um, for some reason, the first thing I think of is puppets. <laughs> Because we had puppets in every service, like even to the point where, um, you know, we we had like a puppet team, like we had, you know, where you learned how to be a puppeteer and, you know, did special songs. And that was like, that was like the highlight, man. That was something special that you got to do in kids church. And it was, it was fun, which we don't do much, much of that anymore. Um, yeah. Which is funny. All the videos we've made. I know. Just about doing this thing has a puppet. <laughs> um, but well, then going along that. And when I say we grew up in church, you were in the nursery. Yes. Oh, yeah. Like, yes. Kristen, you grew up in church. I grew up in church. Like, literally, my, my mom worked yeah. there. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then my family, uh, you know, they we're Italian. So we started out as Catholic. Yes. Um, you know, cause I guess that's hand in hand. If you're Catholic, I mean, if you're Italian, you're Catholic, but, uh, when we first moved down to Florida, I was like three and a half, four, mm-hmm. and uh, our neighbors invited us to Bethel. And uh, when I hear about it, like my mom, like love, you know, I guess, you know, cause my dad is a little bit more conservative yeah. and Bethel was kind of the in-between. I guess they went to like, like a very straight, like laced, you know, strict thing. And my dad was like, oh, this is kind of nice. And then they went to like a off the wall dancing in the aisles. And my mom was like, this is amazing. And then they got invited to, you know, where where I ended up growing up. And and so I was like maybe four, mm-hmm. you know, that. So I, I have no memories of not being in I church. I have zero. But yeah. I, I'm going to piggyback off you then. Like if we start in kids ministry, <laughs> like, yeah, I, I remember, I remember, um, uh, my first kid's pastor, and I don't even remember his name. How about that? Because I was like really, really little. Uh, but he would always play guitar and he would drop it. Yeah. Like just to be funny. And I don't know. I think as, as a little kid, I'm like, oh my gosh, how can he afford so many guitars? But he must have like had a strap on and not let it hit the floor or something. But yeah. I, I know we always thought, and of course, puppets. Yes. I still love puppets to this I day, know. even though we don't, we don't use them as much. Right. But um, we had the same kind of thing, you know. I, in fact, I have. Uh, at one point, when I was a teenager, I went to like a kids ministry like learning thing. Yeah. The kids pastor brought me and my friend, and he let us both pick out puppets to like buy. Aww. And so I still have little George, George, <laughs> George who sits in my office at yeah. the church now. Um, and uh, yeah, it was great. I loved like all the puppets. Um, but when I look back, one of my biggest memories and had like such an impact on my life and that i remember is junior bible quiz yeah um and what junior bible quiz was and this is the competitor in me (laughs) um it was basically you would you had 
you know, what is it, 576 cards. I do not remember the amount of cards. <laughs> I, can, I, I can't break them down anymore in 10s, 20s, and 30s, but you, you, there was 576 cards in the JBQ deck, and you mm-hmm. would memorize them. Yes. And then, uh, you know, during the season, quote-unquote, you would go in and there'd be buzzers and you'd have four people per team yes. and you'd have to buzz in and you'd, you'd compete against other churches. And it would be things, you know, like like easy, like, you know, how many books are in the New Testament? How many books are in the Bible? Uh, to quoting whole scriptures. Mm-hmm. I mean, most of my stuff yeah. that I have memorized today comes from that. And I, I mean, I loved it like so much to where... Um, I mean, it, it was tough too. There was a lot of like pressure because you wanted to win. <laughs> I mean, I wanted to win. Um, but then I ended up like being an assistant coach, like because it, it's elementary school. I think sixth grade was quiz, the final yeah. year for junior Bible quiz, yes. and then you could. Uh, but then it ended up my mom ended up becoming like she took over the program mm-hmm. at one point, and then I became an assistant coach, and then I coached the the B team. Yeah. You know, because as you started growing your program, <laughs> you'd have you'd have the A team that. That would go for like regionals and nationals <laughs> then you'd have the feeder team that was you know the younger kind kids that for, you know, you know yeah <laughs> get, you know your first graders and second graders you know although we finished 27th in the state like nice. out of like what it was like 100 teams i, I took that that team nice. that only knew 10s and 20s <laughs> um but yeah it was just it was fun like i loved it i loved the travel even like as a kid yeah um, when I was doing it, I think I was, I think I did fourth, fifth and sixth grade. Um, and I, it was just the most fun, like going on a bus with my friends. Yes. And, um, I, it, once it, that program got bigger and bigger, we didn't travel as far, right. but we would go to like, Hey, we're we, Jacksonville. Yeah. Like we're going to Jacksonville today yep. and we're going to Orlando. We're going to, and then we got, we made it to regionals one year we went to Atlanta, which yeah. that was amazing. Like, we got to go to Atlanta and go against all these teams from the <laughs> southeast region, and it was just a blast, you know. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I loved it. I I still love that program. Yeah, you know. And I was involved in that too. I loved it. I some of my memories as a kid, I definitely remember. Like, I loved the week to week stuff. You know, getting ready for the matches, but. Um, and also the travel, the travel was a lot of fun. You would wake up at like four in the morning <laughs> and travel to these places in Florida. And it was, it was a good, like, um, like a lot of my friends came from that. And also, I mean, like you said, most of what I remember from the Bible as a kid was, is from that. Like I still, cause we, we have opened up that program a few times while we've been kids pastors and we still can compete with the kids knowing some of the yeah. questions and stuff and it was a lot of fun we and i it was also a big part of my kid childhood yeah it's so great all right what's another one um but are we st- like are we sticking with kids or are we well I've, can we, before we leave kids can we do kids I camp have, well i was gonna say i i have a couple more with oh, kids. Okay. i didn't know if we want to move on or no go ahead <laughs> um well um I was going to say kids camp definitely yeah. was was one. There was a go away camp yes, go that, away the, camp. that was for the whole state. See, yeah. these are things that like we I yes. know we must have met each I other know. when we were kids at some yes. point or at least seen each other. Yes. Well, we know for a fact, Junior Bible Quiz, because yes. you described your coach and yeah. me and my mom both were like, oh, my gosh, we remember yes. quizzing against you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, kids camp. Mm-hmm. Do you want to describe kids camp? Kids camp. I just, <laughs> The first thing I always remember about camp is... You get there, you arrive, you're so excited, and the first thing you get to do is have your head checked for lice. Yes, standing in a long line. <laughs> a long line and get your head all checked out, make sure you don't have lice, all that fun and stuff. And it doesn't change. That's also the first day when you graduate to youth camp. Yeah. <laughs> I guess now it'd be like check for coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Wow, Kristen. We can't have one time. Man temperature checks and well that i mean that's what it reminded me about like these people that have to get you know checked and yeah and going different places but do you yeah have anything check. Not, do you have anything specific <laughs> about camp you remember well i remember shaving cream fights on the final day that was always a lot of fun which we do during our yes, vbs we camps. do we do and it's it and the kids still love it they absolutely love it absolutely um i remember the services were always powerful um it was just 
there there is something different, even though a lot of the services are the same as what we have, you know, at home every week. There is something different about being away. Even as a kid, there's something different about um, the service. Um, I don't know if it's just being in a different environment or something, but the, the service, like, I feel like everybody always got closer to God, you know, yeah. during those services. Um, but definitely, I remember all that. Fun How stuff. different is our world right now? Like I, I look back and I'm like, man, as a kid, my parents sent me. They sent me to to buy, you know, to to kids yeah. camp. I went to. I was not ten years old. Went to Washington D.C. All this stuff, and now we'd be. I, I'm like, I wouldn't send my I kids know. nowhere. I, I mean, kids so camp. Crazy. We might do like the district yes. kids camp, but one of us are going to be the counselor. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, um, it's so weird to think about because yeah. I most of my best experiences were you know, going away, it's like an adventure. And I don't want to take that away from our kids. I just right. feel like we kind of live in a different world, but maybe not. Maybe it's just in my head. I don't know. No, there's just more light on the darkness I right now. So, yes. Um, But, uh, okay, my what is my favorite thing at kids camp? I've told you this multiple times. Uh, this is a test for our marriage. Oh <laughs> the favorite thing about kids camp? I don't know. It's the red velvet cake on Friday. Oh, okay. I thought... <laughs> I was thinking of some type of like event or no no every well, year the not. red velvet cake. I knew it was not the messy game. Well, no, no. Okay, <laughs> let's be clear here. So, uh, as uh, now, I'm, I'm not talking about being a counselor. So, yes. as a kid, yeah. I remember I only did one year of kids camp. Me too. Um, and then I don't even know what year it was. And then I went to youth camp twice. The second time, I was forced. <laughs> I loved kids camp. Hated youth camp. <laughs> And it's for this reason, for kids camp, you know, like you do, I remember playing the, the, they had the, like the hockey, but with like the, the padded sticks. Yeah. It was kind of like field hockey, but in the, in the gym, gym. Yeah. I loved that. Like I loved on Friday, they always had like, well, they had like the banquet. And so, um, I, you know, everyone else was concerned about like having a date, which was funny because <laughs> there was assigned seats. Like you had to sit with your door anyways. I was all I cared about was that red velvet cake. Yeah, it was I amazing. Like, I, I forgot to ask our our youth the last time they went. Do they still have the red velvet cake? If I they don't, remember. it's a travesty. Because <laughs> that was it's the greatest thing ever. I know that was like a staple. Eric thing. McDonald, I know you listen to every episode. <laughs> just text me, man. As soon as you hear this, just be like, yes, because I you know remember? you remember oh, that red velvet I'm cake. I'm sure Destiny does too. Um. But yeah, I, I, I loved, I just loved kids camp. And I mean, and from a spiritual perspective, it's also like, I remember like the nights of yes. like praying for the whole, you know, baptism, of the Holy Spirit, all this kind of stuff. I remember having these God moments yes. at, at, at camp and stuff. Um, youth camp, while I enjoyed in little things, <laughs> I hated because their main goal, especially in the nineties where yes. whatchamacallit was really Fear big, factor. Fear Factor, all that, like <laughs> They just always had you dirty. Yeah. You know, it's like, hey, carry this raw chicken. Ugh, We'd, you'd get sued now. Oh, yeah. Right? We had an octopus was the Ugh. final. One time I the squid was the baton. Yeah. All of us, we went home that Friday. Like, cause you, it was a relay race. And instead of a, like a like a baton, yeah. they used a squid. Well, the squid, the suction cups still oh. work even when they're dead. So we all had like hickeys all up and down our arms. <laughs> so we're, you we're going home camp? and our parents are like, what is going, what is this all over your arms? Like we had to carry a squid, a, a squid. What is going on? You know, um, but like you would get cleaned for dinner and then you'd walk in the door and they would just throw like dirty water on you and it's like well i just got clean and you know showers oh. are like a commodity oh my goodness camp, so. i would wake up at four in the morning <laughs> just so that i could go take a shower with hot no water. one in the area and that there would be hot water <laughs> yeah. oh yeah so um but yeah but it, it's good it's all good memories yes, like it's memories. all like really good memories like um you know, I'm trying to think as a kid too. See, I don't, I, I, I always forget everything. Junior <laughs> Bible quiz was such a major thing, yeah. like for, for us. And I remember telling you our schedule of what we would do. And you were like, what? Yeah, you guys we, were, I mean, our, our teams were very good. Um, but I don't remember being as strict, like a 
yeah, strict yeah. schedule we, that we you guys had, did. Well, every Sunday, we our Sunday school, when yeah. Sunday school was still big, like we, our Sunday school, we had a junior Bible quiz Sunday school where, so every Sunday we would meet and do like a little lesson and then ask, you know, go over our questions. Yeah. Then every, I think Thursday was also like our dedicated night for, um, for, studying and practicing with the quiz box yeah and then two weeks before a match we did tuesday and thursday and sunday so we had all of this practice like we at one point i you know especially when i was coaching like we would be at the church some weeks tuesday night wednesday night for like church yeah thursday night friday night sometimes would be like a youth event or something <laughs> and then we'd be there sunday all day yeah so like we growing up in church i literally, literally. <laughs> literally yes um you know uh but you know i yeah as a kid i just i, I just remember it being a, a good place like that i enjoyed and had fun with oh yeah do you have any other remember, kid ones before we move into teenager actually that's kind of a good segue because i always remember okay in sixth grade you know you became like a leader yeah and that was like a huge deal like we would you know, have special meetings before church and you get different assignments. And like the big one, <clears throat> sorry, was working the camera. I mean, we had a, a you know, camcorder. Oh, we weren't that special. And <laughs> that was like, you got to, our, um, our kids church was a beach theme. Like it was, yeah, it was set of, so we had like a lifeguard stand that you would, um, that had a video camera. And that was like, that was the pinnacle of <laughs> you know, like the highlight yeah. of being a leader you got to work the video camera that's really cool well I, <laughs> I see i sixth grade i you know also you'd become like you could be a leader in kids yeah. ministry and i just never left yeah <laughs> i just never left you know like so going into the teenage years my most of my memories have to do with kids ministry yeah. because I don't get me wrong. We I did a lot of cool stuff. Like as we, I went to on mission trips to like Romania. You know, went on and and I youth lock ins that were yeah. great. And you know, um, I some of my favorite stuff was actually at the church where you know we we did um, uh, like summer games. You'd yes. always have the summer games yes. and and divide up into groups and teams and and all that kind of stuff, which is fun. Uh, but then I look back and I'm like, man. My favorite memories were still me volunteering in the kids ministry where I was did puppets. I helped lead a VBS at like 16, 17, like doing a lot of the, when I think the church was like in between kids pastors. And mm. so like with my mom and stuff, like I taught the VBS that year, Yeah, you know? And so like it was, uh, VBS is vacation Bible yes. school for those that don't know what that is. Yeah. It's um, like summer camp. It's like a summer camp, but like, at the kids church, yeah. which most churches we had, we had like we don't we didn't have it every year we had a couple which it was also a highlight right well and for most churches it's it's only the kids are there for like maybe two three hours you do a lesson do little things like i always grew up where it was a big all thing day. it was yeah. almost like it was all day you, yeah you know and a lot of times it was you would go do things yes. like bowling or movies or i also i yeah. went to one of those growing up every year which i loved but it wasn't at our church it was at um like a yeah. church next, you know, kind of close to us. When I loved it, it so much. We did that and it was great. It we was do so it now. Yeah. Like, we, don't, we don't go anywhere. We but. don't go anywhere, but we do like, you know, Bible lessons in the morning yeah. and then just, it's just fun, fun. in the yeah. afternoon. It's just, Which, Bible lessons are fun too, yes. but I mean like, <laughs> Bible you know, lessons are fun. <laughs> silly string and we're doing competitions and yes. I, I've invented so many different oh, yes. crazy games and this was, throwing ding-dongs and chocolate bars and stuff. And This is the first year, I don't know about for you, because you are much longer, but this is the first summer in 13 years for me that we did not have a summer camp. It's depressing. It, it was very weird. Very weird. Yeah, it was probably sad. much longer for you. Oh yeah, I, you never yeah. left summer. I mean, no, kids, even at so. even when I was in college, I'd come back right. and I was helping That's somewhere, I mean. <laughs> you know. Or I was I went like even at the kids camp one year. I went uh, my freshman year of college. They needed someone to do all the video, right. so I did all the video and the editing and and all that for the district camp. Yeah, you know, so for the Florida, Penn Florida district. district yeah, yeah. Um, but. Yeah, I I just when I look back on my teenage years, like it it those are the things that stick out. And then do it like some crazy stuff of like one year we raised to raise money for a missions trip, we did firework stands. Oh yeah, 
and it ended up like the like me and two of my friends ended up like running one whole one by ourselves like with a youth leader coming and checking yeah. on us because we were like the responsible ones that could also sell and not lose the money yeah <laughs> <laughs> and and so we worked like 50 68 like uh i remember our youth pastor getting a little bit angry at the other people that weren't showing up and they were like forget it anthony uh you know i think it was lance and steven your guys is your trips paid for oh, like nice. you guys are paid for you don't have to do any more of the fundraising i was like yeah <laughs> like cuz i i even remember um my grandmother was here and it was we, I went to stay at her little, she was like at an assisted living. Aww. So I went and slept on her couch <laughs> for like four hours, woke up and then went Aww. back. And I think st- someone was with me. I, I, it may have been Steven, but we, and then went back and we, we were playing risk <laughs> until we were, had people coming in to, but yeah, it's just fun. I, it's fun. All my friends were at church. I was just going to say, there's so many good memories that I like in my head. I'm trying to narrow down like a few, but there's so many. Like, it's what I mean, like kids, there's tons, but like in my mind, I kind of separated my, my kids' years and my youth years. Yeah. It was, it, there's so much to talk about. So many good things. Like, I, I have to mention out of my kids' years, uh, missionettes, because <laughs> that was a really yeah. big. Um, part of my because I started in rainbows. If you don't know what missionettes is, it's kind of like Girl Scouts, but um, like a biblical Girl Scouts. <laughs> and I started specific to our denomination. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, I started in rainbows, which is the small, the youngest class you can go in. It's like three to five year olds, and then I went all the way up through stars, which basically all the way through elementary school. And I there was so many, so many memories in that. Like yeah. Were you an honor star? I actually was not. Oh, unbelievable. I know. Back then, it went all the way up through seventh grade, and I just, I was ready to go to youth. Yeah. So I did not become an honor star. My family, and this is where I think, like, like you, because your parents were already, like, super involved in church when you were born. Right. So my parents, it was like a slow progression. Like, we only went on Sunday mornings. And then, you know, then, oh, wait, you have Sunday school. So then we started going to Sunday school, which, oh, my goodness, like all these memories are coming back. We Um, have to do a separate episode. I know. Uh, So I always remember growing up. And um, uh, so, okay, let's go back just like to being adults coming down here. Pastor Dan Wood, one of my favorite people i miss him so much yes. like he he i mean he was older but he yeah. got in a car accident he passed away it's probably four, three four four years, four years ago, ago now but pastor dan he's like one of my mentors and one of my favorite people on the planet yeah. you know and like i'm getting upset right just <laughs> thinking about that he was just taken too early and um but he was big on kid you know children's education and yes. sunday school all that kind of stuff and I remember one day we were talking and I, and I was, and, he, and I'm, I've always been like iffy on Sunday school. I'm like, ah, <laughs> oh, Sunday school's fine, you know, but we can, you know, you can do small groups, you can do different things. But he came from the old school of like Sunday school is like, yes. he's like, why don't you like have this fondness? Like you grew up in church. <laughs> and I go, you know why? Because my family used to, every, we would, because we would go to the 11 a.m. service and every Sunday before that we would go to IHOP. <laughs> We would go to the International House of Pancakes and I would get my my pancakes with the with the chocolate chip smiley face <laughs> and um you know and then when my mom found out that there was Sunday school and that it was important for us to go and to be a part and I think it was probably around the time that Junior Bible Quiz had started. Yeah. So we you know we went and we were a part of Sunday school. Well, we we weren't going to go to you know that means we had to get up even earlier yes. to go. And so I was like I think I think I just Missed my pancakes. Yeah. So like Sunday school meant I didn't get my pancakes anymore. <laughs> bad experience. You kind of missed IHOP. <laughs> right. And so uh, one Sunday morning when I was I was teaching the youth Sunday school because we we came down as the youth pastors right. when we uh, were down at this at our current church, which is the church I grew up right. in. Um, but uh, I was teaching Sunday school and Pastor Dan knocks on the door and I come in and and he comes in and he has a a box full of pancakes <laughs> for me from IHOP. Yes. Um, you know, uh, but yeah, so it's just fantastic. I don't remember why we were on that tangent though. Well, cause I, I was involved in missionettes. Oh yeah. Missionettes. Yeah. 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 Um, so like I didn't get into Rangers until 
like the last possible year. I think it was like fifth grade because yeah. Royal Rangers is the boy version right. of missionettes, yes. which is it's like Boy, boy Scouts, Scouts, but yeah. Um, and so I did I did fifth grade, and then me and my little crew, Michael and Angelo, uh, not Michelangelo, Michael <laughs> and, and Angelo. Angelo. <laughs> oh my goodness! Did you just not write? No, no, okay. No, that has come up before. <laughs> okay, because um, even but, I noticed that. <laughs> yeah, I, they wanted us to like stay, you know, to keep doing Rangers, and and we had decided that we're going to youth. And I remember <laughs> one of the commanders like, you know, guys, you know, you, you've done really good this past year. Don't you want to, you know, you could still learn how to do this. There's some other little things, and I did. We had a blast. Like we went to it was Cape Canaveral, like that. Mm-hmm. We went to Cape Canaveral and got my space. Nice. merit and all that kind of stuff um which you know me in space like i love that <laughs> like i had a lot of fun camping eh. yeah <laughs> but everything else we did was a lot of fun um and i just look he goes like what's the real reason you guys are going to youth and and <laughs> michael and i look at each other and we're like well we're like teenagers now and there's girls in youth <laughs> like I think that's every, yeah. uh, you know, sixth grader, seventh yeah, grader. Yeah, you're, you're curious. Yeah. I want to be in a mixed class <laughs> right. now, you know, like, um, and so, yeah, but yeah, Rangers, Missionettes, yeah. all that kind of stuff. It's just good, good times. Yeah. Speaking of camping, that's all my childhood camping experiences came from Missionettes and yeah, it rained every single time. And that's, I think, I, I don't mind camping now, but I, I have this like, Ugh, I oh, I don't know. I, I don't know. My, <laughs> like my, every time we go, <laughs> my drama. We went one time and it was flooded. Yeah. All right, and we walk out. You know where all our leaders are? They went into the church van. They're sleeping in the van while all the like half the the uh, tents are rolled Bloody. away. And me and me and my two friends are we 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 slept in water. Oh, yeah, that's you know? not. And that's this is before like you could bring air mattresses and all that. That's no, you yeah. don't do that back then. It's a sleeping bag and a pillow, and that's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah, but no. yeah, I I yes, it rained every time I went, but I still had a blast. I still had so much fun. Yeah, I I just have I have a lot of fond memories. Yes, you me know, and, and don't get me wrong. There's some. There was some, and when we get into the positive negatives, we get into some some other things. But for the most part, I look back and I I loved my time. Yeah, growing up too. in church, like I, for the most part, you know, um, and I I wanted to tell one story, but this is as pastors in the church, one funny okay. story. But do you have any other memories that you want to like talk I mean, about? Like all my like youth- specific ones or anything? Um, I mean, like my youth year, I have so many like missions trips and fine arts and just I don't know so much. I I can't pinpoint. Yeah, something that's okay. I, there's just lots of ex- lots um, of positive fun experiences. I just wanted to tell a funny story. So like, uh, the, we have we have one of our youth, and uh, <laughs> I have no idea where you're going with this. <laughs> so one of the funniest moments he 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 started out as a kid. And I'm going to just say his name. I'm just going to say it. It's Isaac. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. So, so there was this one time, Isaac. I, Isaac, he is the best. I love, <laughs> I love him. Um, and so one time, this was early on, we, we were doing kids ministry now. We've done like every role at our church, just about. Um, but we're doing kids ministry and, uh, I walk in and we had bought these special pink chairs, like the, the, the satellite chairs, yeah. they were for like friends. missionettes or whatever, yeah. or friends or we didn't buy them. No. I think they were left over, yeah, they but were for we, we friends, found them friends club, yeah. and brought them out. And when we would do parents night out, which was a blast, yeah. we would let the kids sit in them for movies and stuff. Right. Well, one of them, because the kids would always fight over who got them and things like that. Uh, Isaac, his name, someone wrote his name. Isaac on the chair. And so I go and I grab Isaac and I go. He's like, what, eight, seven or eight? Oh, if that. Yeah, Yeah. seven, seven, maybe. And I go, Isaac, why did you write your name on this chair? He goes, I didn't do that. (laughs) Like, who else would write your name on that chair? I don't know. It's not me. All right. I believe you, man. All right. I'll, I'm going to trust you because I'm, I'm, you know, we have this relationship here. You know, I'm your pastor. You're one of the kids, and and I just I'm gonna trust you. So if you say that you didn't do it, I'm gonna believe you. Yeah, I didn't do it, Pastor Anthony. Great. <laughs> Why don't you go ahead and go? Because they were like doing crafts in the back room or yeah. whatever. And uh, and so I come. So I wait like five minutes, 
and I come in and I go, hey, everybody, and I had index cards. Everybody, I'm, I'm doing a fun project. I just want everybody to write their name. And so everyone in the room writes their name on this index card, and I'm not even paying attention. I wait for Isaac to be done. I go, great, Isaac, can you bring that with you? Can you just come with me? He goes, wait, what? <laughs> I go, come on, come walk with me, bud. And so we walk into the room. And I take the index card from him and I hold it up to the chair and it, all the <laughs> lights click in his mind that he's caught, that he's like literally caught red handed. Yes. And he just, he just looks at me and goes, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> and, I'm, and it's one of those moments that like, I am dying laughing yeah. on the inside, but I'm like, man, you know, you're going to have to like pay, pay us. And I think we just had him volunteer because yeah. he wrote it in Sharpie. There was yeah. no getting it out. I think I had him just take the chair home and, uh, and, and his, his parents are great too. So they, we, we, I think we had him do something. I think he had to clean up and volunteer yeah, around the church or something. Or something. Um, but know. it was just, it was so, that's like one of my favorite just church memories. Yes. Um, and, and even that was like he, 10 years ago. <laughs> he looks back and he laughs about it. Like we laugh about it now. I know it was like 10 years yeah. ago. He's 17 now. We're old. Um, <laughs> but, but it's just one of my favorite memories just in church in general of yeah. just, it was just because it, and I think because of all the good things of me growing up in yes. church, like even in that moment, I had fun with yes. Isaac, even though we, we did, you know, you, there has to be a punishment. You can't go writing around That's your name. Good, yeah. But like, it, it was still just fun. Yeah. You know, like I want, I, I've always wanted church to be a fun place yes. because I've heard the opposite, which right. we can kind of talk about. But, um, you know, so I, I've seen our, even in our leadership, because we had mostly fun. Yeah. You know, church should be a safe, fun, loving place that you don't get, you know, is not dreading to be there. We always get mad when our, we've, we've had parents throughout the years ground their children from church. Yeah, and I'm know. like, you know, that's not a good thing. Well, they enjoy it too much. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Else? Maybe there's something else you could take away. <laughs> Because I know I'm that they, they have fun it. here, but they're also learning. <laughs> like some, you know, you know, you say you want your kid to have a biblical worldview. Um, I, I'm glad that it's one of their favorite things, yeah. but maybe not punish them from that. <laughs> that, that. That's ideally, that's what we're trying to create is yeah. a, you know, Loving, atmosphere yeah. that is, you know, fun. where you're accepted for who you are. Yeah. Um, but all right. So let, let's get in. Do you want to do pot? Let's do negatives first. Let's just do some negatives. If you have negative, I wasn't really or, prepared for the negative, but I I'll, can. Can I like feed off of you? Sure. Okay. I like you can go. Yeah. First, and um, so I, so for for some negatives, because I and this is from experience, and then just from talking with people, we know that we 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 were very lucky. You know, we grew up um, in churches that, for the most part, uh we there wasn't anything everything was pretty much above board you know but you hear on a national level that there's churches and and religions and and different things that have abused people yeah you know physically spiritually emotionally and i i and that that can happen because what happens is inside of a church and and you know this i'm sure that you've run into people that they thrive off of power Oh, yeah. And in a church, like if you're volunteering, all of a sudden you can let things go to your head very yes. quickly and you can abuse yes. power. And, and I've experienced that where there's been people that I'm like, I really don't like you. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, and and, and I, I've tried to learn from some of that. You know, I, I remember, and this is where I don't want to get into trouble. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I remember getting chewed out by someone, you know, yeah. one time and I'm like, you're yelling at me because I did something minor when your own kids are doing this bad stuff over here, you know, like, or like, I remember times where, you know, like, like little negative stuff like that, where sometimes people go on a power trip, yeah. you know, or, or leadership, you know, we had, we had uh, a young youth pastor come in one time and was like, I'm not here to be your friend. I'm just going to challenge you, you know, and the heart was in the right place, but all of us who just <laughs> lost one of our yeah. favorite pastors, you know, he had moved on and this person's coming in and it was like barking orders. And we were all like, you know, and so there was a kind of a bad stretch there of like six months of like, 
this guy hates us. What do we want to do? What, why would we want to do this? And so, you know, there were some things like that, but, um, you know, there, there can be negatives when you run into people that abuse their power of position that end up hurting you. And, and, you know, for me, the, the few instances that that has happened, it's mainly been emotional. Yeah. You know, um, you know, luckily I, I was never in a position where someone used their power to abuse, physically or things like that. But I, I know friends that have done that and, and friends that have walked away from the church because of it, yeah. because they're like, how can a loving God allow this to happen in his house? Right. And I get that yeah. because I, you know, um, it's, I, 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 you know, if that happened to me, I, I, I don't know, like maybe I would have walked away too, Yeah, you know, because it is, especially when you're young, you're looking at these people as examples, right. you know, but the the fact of the matter is it's they're still people right living in a very broken world and it's corrupted and um you know sin you know people want to do a list and i was thinking about this earlier you know when we define sin it's always like well it's when you do something wrong and that's not really what sin is sin is something that separates us from god mm-hmm. that's why the world when we say it's broken outside of god's perfection you know things happen and and we would see them as and and everybody defines things a little bit differently but ultimately anything that separates us from god yeah. you know we're leaving that realm of perfection into what we define as good or bad mm-hmm. and when we start defining what is good and bad people are flawed you yeah. know and so it's it's tough but i i fully understand that that can be a negative mm-hmm. you know um but also that the negative of when you grow up in church while you're all in a bubble, which can be a negative as well that you don't always see, you know, a lot of times you go to college or something and now, or when I say you go to, sometimes you, when you leave the, the bubble of Christianity, you know, maybe you're in a really good church with good people that have encouraged you and loved you unconditionally and been there for you. Then you go outside of that bubble and you're like, Oh my gosh, here's the real world. And either one, you you crumble yeah. or number 2 you go crazy <laughs> you know because i you know, like i did grow up in a traditional church like with traditional rules yeah and i mean i remember until i was in my 20s i was afraid that if i did anything wrong i was going to go straight to hell mm-hmm. in the moment like one of my biggest fears <laughs> <In the moment. laughs> well i i don't know i thought god was up there with the magnifying lens ready to squish me at times <laughs> oh. you know like and i that really scared me yeah. like i had i was afraid that hey when i'm learning to drive if i stop short and i accidentally curse and then i die i fully believed i was gonna go to hell Mm -hmm. like there and so like there was some crippling fear that i had to deal with and realize like no that's not that's not even what the bible you know what i mean that's not the overarching heart of what the bible is saying yeah and so there were some things that i had to deal with of just and some of that was personality too. Like I'm very, Kaylee's the same way. Yes. You know, our oldest is just by the book. You right. got to follow the rules for approval. I just wanted God's approval. Yeah. You know, and then in the style, especially in the nineties in a more traditional church, you know, there was these rules of like, you know, Hey, you're doing this. Just stop it. Just stop it. <laughs> just you know what I mean? You know, <laughs> you, you just stop it. You know, there, there was just a lot of that, that fear that can come. You know, that is funny because that's when you, when we were talking about this and you know negatives, the first thing that popped in my head was, um, a lot of people that I've, t- that I've talked to, or I've heard why that they walked away from church as they got older was a lot of the fear that was instilled in them. And like, like they, they felt like they were living in fear of disappointing somebody or, um, not following rules, like you said. And I, I think, I think when, um, our leaders and stuff were teaching us these things, I think it was out of a good heart of trying to like keep people on the, the path or whatever you want to say. But I think it might've had some, um, consequences that people couldn't foresee. Yeah. And, um, like ex- you don't want to live out of fear. You don't right. want to, you don't want to live your life fearing, well, yes, 
fearing God, but that's out of respect. Respect. In the same way that you fear your parents. parents right. You don't want to like fear. Loving fear them. parents. Yes. Loving parents. Yeah. You don't, you don't actually like fear your parents are going to like. Kill you. Yeah. <laughs> if you do, that's Hopefully, not that's a not good a healthy situation. situation. Right. But um, like we fear God in a respect, respectful manner. But I think the fear um, tactics <laughs> were taken to the extreme a little bit. Yeah. And, and I, and that had a direct effect of how I even teach to this day. Yes. You yeah. know, like I've had parents ask me, like when we did youth, mm-hmm. why don't you say, don't have sex, don't have, listen to rock and roll and don't, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, drug, sex, rock yes. and roll. Why don't you ever say don't, don't, don't? And I'm like, I refuse to do that because that's not, I can give lists all day. If right. you want to give your kid a list, give give your kid a list. I want to teach your kid to think. Yeah. You know, I want them to read the Bible, have a real relationship with God and pursue righteousness. Right. You know, re- pursue God's kingdom because that list is never going to be long enough. Right. Because even whatever, you know, your your kid may be dealing with something different than this kid and yes. this kid's dealing and and who knows what they deal with tomorrow. Right. And there's no point in giving them lists. Mm-hmm. You know, now, if they're struggling with something, we can talk about it and we can talk about how that affects your relationship with God. Because ultimately, that's what the Bible is about, is, is having a relationship with our creator. Right. You know, it's not about following a list of rules. If you think that following a list of rules is what gets you into heaven, you haven't read the whole Bible because that's what the Old Testament was about. And then Jesus came and was like, this is what was wrong. Yeah. Didn't you see? You know, God gave us all the rules. We couldn't do it. That's what the whole Old Testament is basically about, is that we can't do it, yeah. you know? And so, um, you know, you and me have always been, I've always taught based on righteousness. Like, yeah. what does it mean to be righteous? What does it mean Holiness, to be yeah. holy? What What does that mean to to be sanctified, to separate us, ourselves and set us, you know, set us aside to serve oh, God? Yeah. You know, what does that look like? You know, I, it, it's a list of do's. Let's do this. Let's yeah. seek the heart of God. And then, but you know what? When you do it like that, a lot of times those lists that everyone's worried about, it falls in line. Right. You know, because um, it's the heart of the matter. You know, when the Pharisees and Sadducees go and ask Jesus, what is the greatest commandment? He didn't say don't murder. He said, love God, love others. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, it's very, it, it's positive. Yeah. You know, um, but that that negative kind of, and the the last little negative that i have is somewhat what we're talking about you know we we i totally see why some of my friends that even grew up with me had a lot of the same experiences and they've walked yeah. away they've they've said church is god yeah and it isn't right you know and that that is a really big fear of people growing up in church your pastor is god your sunday school teacher is god your you know, your youth leader is God. Your and first of all, it's not fair to those people. Right. <laughs> it's not fair to the building. Yeah. And and but that's what happens. But people fail. Yes. You know, people fail. I'm I am a pastor. I fail. Yeah. You know, and um I just get heartbroken when I, I hear from people that, you know, they were they were hurt so badly in a church and then they walked away from church. But what they really mean is they walked away from God. Yeah. They they but and then even, you know, you and me have conversations with youth and young adults and adults and, and everything all the time of just like you cannot equate God is not church, church right. is not God. Church, most people it's a building. <laughs> you know, even right now we've learned during this pandemic, people are freaking out. <laughs> We don't have church. You can have church. Yes. All right. Church is not a building. You know, it's a group of people that push each other and and hold each other accountable and love each other right. unconditionally and are there for each other. And and that that's a huge negative is when when you do, there is this thing that as long as you volunteer in the church, as long as you do this, that's how you're growing closer to God. Yeah. And that can't be it's unbiblical. The the actions are just a reflection of the change on the inside. Right. That's all it is, is your relationship with God many times not in the building. You know, what you do at night, you know, in the morning, you know, when you pray, have devotion time. Then when you come to the church, that is the overflow of your actual relationship with God. Yeah. You know, church isn't God. Right. It's 
you know, if anything, it's there to encourage, you know, let us not give up meeting together some of the habit we're doing, but let us encourage one right. another. Um, and for me, I, I even look at people like if you've been at church for 30, 40 years and you've never volunteered for anything, that you're not leading something, you may need to look at your relationship with God. And I know that's like a challenging <laughs> thing, but God is, again, it's not just attendance. It's right. not just, yes. and it's not even the volunteering. Right. It's 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 separate it's it's separate you know you know we are the church yes. and uh and in order to be the church we have to have that relationship with god um and it just it kills me when i see people walk away from both yeah because the building and the people in it hurt them yeah um in in a lot of in some ways in in some instances really really deeply hurt them yeah um, by abuse of power and, and things. But, um, so all of those are, all my negatives are kind of connected, like, yeah. and, and w- which is really what it is when, when usually you talk about what is the negatives of church, it's usually someone hurts someone, Yes, you know, yeah. and it's like, you're a hypocrite. Yeah. It's hypocrisy, you know? Yeah. That's funny. I mean, those were my two things that popped in my head was the fear. And then, um, it, it, sometimes it's not even just pastors. It could be like just leaders or somebody that you look up to or somebody that, that had a significant experience with you that, in, you know, like getting closer to God when those friendships or that leadership leaves, they, they equate that with, with God. And that it's a very dangerous thing um, because you can't equate pastors or leaders in the church to God because we're all human. Yeah. And or even when a pastor retires. Yeah. Just a yes. simple thing. Let's say a really good pastor is at a church for 20, 30 years, they retire, you lose probably 20 yeah. to 80% of the congregation just leaves. Yeah. Because, because to them to that man or woman, right. that that person was God. Right. You know, and and again, it's not fair to that person. Yes. Um, Because, I mean, we could do a whole thing on just pastors. (laughs) I I mean, you know, the idea of this podcast, I want to keep it to, you know, family and and all of, and marriage and kids and parenting and stuff. But um, yeah, as people in ministry, the stress that it takes because people look at you, you know, in in such a way that you have to have all the answers. I know, I've got no (laughs) answers for you, (laughs) you know, Um, you know, because we're just doing our best, Yeah, you know, so, all right, positives. Let's, let's do positives. Well, I mean, definitely all that I've learned, I mean, I learn more each day about the Bible, but my basis was definitely solidified in my early years um i'm very thankful for um teachers sunday school teachers and uh kids pastors and um just that beginning foundation and i of course I, I need to thank my parents for setting that yeah you know making that a priority but um i feel like a very good foundation was laid for me early on in the church like i i don't want to say there was no negative experiences but when I look back at my experience, it's so good. Like, right. I, I don't know. See, and this is where I think we, we were very lucky. Yes. We and say this all the time. <laughs> and as, as parents, yes. like, like if you're listening to this and you're like, man, you know, the churches you guys grew up in sound great. You need to like Find one of those. <laughs> finding a community. And, and I wanted to touch on like the, it's this unconditional love, yeah. you know, of a community of, yeah, no, not everyone was perfect. No. But everybody really like from the you know the you know the the church picnics and yes. every you know like <laughs> I love like those. <laughs> I had so many grandparents I had so many you know yes. aunts and uncles and um, spirit spiritual, spiritual yeah. aunts and uncles and grandparents and and spiritual parents that just I I was shown a lot of encouragement and love and you know when when I was showing interest in being a pastor 
you know, Pastor Wade was like, hey, you know, you're doing fine arts, which is fine arts was yes. like a big thing for youth. Yes. Um, you I, would go I was involved and, in that every year. Yeah. You Loved could it. sing, you could do human videos, music <laughs> videos, uh, you could preach. Yeah. And so when I, they said, Anthony, you should do a, a teaching thing. Pastor Wade would go, oh, next Sunday night, you know, you can do it. And it was the worst <laughs> sermon and probably service ever. It was five minutes long and I was off the stage. <laughs> Um, but Pastor Wade went right up and just encouraged me. And afterward, I had so many of the people come yeah. up, and it, it was just this unconditional love and and just encouragement by people. Yeah. Um, and and then for me, like I grew up in a multicultural church too. Yes. Like potlucks were amazing because we had <laughs> um, we had you know being in South Florida, you know, so our church had a lot of I mean every culture just every culture, yeah. you know? Um, and so potlucks were like, we got, it was like United <laughs> Nations, man. It was awesome. <laughs> um, and so I just, I was very lucky, yeah, you know? Too. And, and I, I struggled when I went to Lakeland, when yeah. I went to college, I struggled. It took me a full year to find a place that I wanted to be at because I, I was lucky. And again, not saying everything was perfect, but just like you, I look back and there was a lot of there's a lot more positive yeah. than there was negative, you know? Um, and, uh, yeah. And I, and I think that's, what's important is finding so many people go to find a church to where they can sit and be entertained. And I, I want to be very careful <laughs> because I don't mean that like, Oh, like mega churches are bad or because I don't, and, and you know me, I defend Every, there's yes. people that are on TV that people come in and they're like, oh, that person, this, this. And I go, why don't you should shut your mouth? Or do you go, have you ever been to their church? Well, not in person, but I could see from the, have you been there? <laughs> do you know what they do during the week? What do they do on Monday morning? Does the whole stat, like, I'm very much, you, ultimately, um, any church, no matter the size, you're going to get into it what you put out of it. Yes. And so you have to find a place that, if they are moving in that same direction, if they're they they are practicing what they preach, you know, of of doing life together and being encouraging, and that's what that's what's important. No matter whether it's a church of five people or five thousand people or fifty thousand people, it's just finding the right one that that encourages you to have a relationship with God and also encourages you to move forward just in your life. And then you reap those positive benefits of it, you know? No church is perfect. <laughs> no church is perfect. Well, well, and I guess where I was going with yeah. that is, you know, I look at some of my heroes are like Buzz Spooner, you know, who, you know, he passed away, was it last year now? Yeah. He was my my principal at my my elementary school, but he was also a board member at our church. He was one of the founding members of the church. He went through like six or seven senior pastors, dozens and dozens of support staff. And he, he never left. He just was there. And, and you, you got to know, there was probably one or two of those senior pastors that he wasn't fully on board with, yeah. you know, but it didn't matter because that was his community. That was his place where he connected with God, right. you know, and that was where he encouraged people. And uh, that's what's important. You know, that's where he taught Sunday school. That's where he, you know, it's just finding that community to be a part yeah. of that is pushing you to be better right. and to have a real relationship with God is what's important. Yes. Um, the other real good positive, you're, la you're smiling because you know it's going to be something silly. I, yeah. Uh, I the hallelujah handshake. Oh. <laughs> you know what I that is, right? I did not know this until I met you. You didn't know that? No. It, it could be a... Uh, I don't, we always called it the hallelujah handshake. At least my dad, that's what he would call it. Yeah. Um, but there, there is specifically like one or two guys, two, uh, well, I could, I don't want to say guys. There was one or two, People. uh, older, like grandma, grandpa types that would come up, especially when I was of the age of, you know, 16, 17, 18, 19. Um, they would just walk up and go, you know, Anthony, we just want to bless you today and shake my hand. And there'd be, <laughs> you know, 10, 15 bucks, 20 bucks. One time when I was going to college, the, uh, w one of the older gentlemen walked up, said, hey, 
you know, go and, and just be blessed. It's a hundred dollar bill in my <laughs> hand. Um, and my dad, my dad, uh, would always joke. He goes, I go, dad, you know, he, he came up to me and put a hundred dollars in me. He goes, ah, oh, hallelujah handshake. Huh? I go, what? <laughs> he goes, yeah. He goes, I don't know. That's, I didn't grow up in church. So I, I just learned that here. Um, no, but again, it's but part of being in that community yes. of just, yeah. they were following the lead of encouragement to yes. go and encourage one another. So yeah. One of my um, last positives, because again, I could go on all day talking about my experiences and everything, but I think one thing that sticks out in my mind that, uh, kind of set a foundation also in my life was when in youth, we, when we started having small groups, like on Sunday nights, we would only meet for maybe, maybe 20, 30 minutes. But um, that was like a start of accountability, like yeah. um, having like because we it was called 24 seven and we would um, just we would have de- devotions and still like a notebook of stuff we would do every day and we, we would talk about it. And that I know it wasn't like we probably didn't go super deep or anything, but just starting that practice of reading your Bible every day and no, I was not perfect and I did not do it every day, but just starting that practice and being able to share with other people and like, you know, knowing again, building your community, building that circle around you. Um, do you have any final, is that your final thought? That is my final thought because again, I could go on all day. (laughs) Um, my final thought would just be keep church and your relationship with God separate. You know, keep God is not church. Church is not God. Church is there to help us get closer to God. Right. Um, but it's, it's different. Yes. Um, and, and if you're curious or if you're in a church or maybe you've walked away, just find the right one. Yeah. You know, find the right one and, and build and maybe even just, you know, start with a relationship with God yes. and then ask God to help you find the right community to be a part of. Right. Um, because I would not, I, I don't remember if we've talked about our personal, like, testimony or whatever of our relationship with God, but having a relationship with God is, is everything to us. Yeah. And I think we've touched on it here or there of like important things in our marriage yes. or in our, in our life. But, um, yeah. And so understand that those are two separate things Yes, and that if you have a relationship with God, it, there, there's so many just, it's just perfect. You know, I mean, it's not perfect. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's life. It's life giving. Right. Having a relationship with God, and then it can be enhanced by finding the right community. Yes, definitely. You know, um, and it helps. Like my kids have so many. They are spoiled. <laughs> Not only do they get spoiled uh-huh. by us. Yes. But by my my family family. A, and yeah, my family, family and spoils them so much too. Yeah, both sets of both sides of our family. They. They get love. And yeah, definitely. So I don't think they realize <laughs> how spoiled they are in our church. Like just, you know, people loving on them and yeah, and, stuff. I, and there will be challenges as yes. we get older yes. being a pastor's kid. Um, but hopefully we can set like a good foundation for them. Well, even now, now, like we've done things like, you know, if they don't want to do something, Go chill in the office and play video games. That's fine. You know, like, I think being forced sometimes. Yeah, can. I, they do not do that very often. <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm saying the, uh, you know, yeah. if they're feeling overwhelmed or they're, you know, they, there's a lot of pressure sometimes. Yeah, there can be. But, um, anyways, yeah. So, all right. That we went a little bit long. So let's burn through this stuff. Can we burn through the final thing? I think things? so. <laughs> Is your heart clear? Yeah. All right. Uh, success and failure. Same um, at the same time. Ready? One, two, three, cabinets. Oh, oh. (laughs) No, that's definitely a huge success. We are done. We are done. Cabinets are done. Cabinets are done. That is a huge success. Um, Did you have something else you wanted? No, I I was trying to figure out. I was trying to read your mind. Oh, okay. But Uh, family time. Um, this week hopefully. Um, there was oh, there was. Some movies I wanted to see with her family, but I don't know if we'll get to those this week, but hopefully some card games. We got some card. Kaylee has listed off a bunch of card games that she would like to do together. 
Very nice. This week. Um, I just put go outside. Well, definitely. I was thinking that oh, too, like but I've been outside. I've been in the garage. Yes, you have a lot. <laughs> um, you know, well, because of the cabinets. Yes, <laughs> pink painting cabinets, <laughs> not just sniffing paint. <laughs> <Not just sniffing. laughs> uh, yeah, um, yeah. So just outside. Uh, all right. How are you relaxing this week? Um, just hanging out with you. <laughs> supposed to be relaxing. I know. Yes, it is oh, relaxing. Okay. Yes. Hopefully we get to go see a movie this yes, week in the going. movie theater because our movie theaters I, are finally open. I still don't understand these movies. Like I don't know. Three movies. I out. know. There's nothing really I, that we want to see. Like Indiana Jones or something. Like stuff I yeah. haven't seen. That I wasn't born yet, you know? We really want to go see a movie. Not really anything we want to see, well, but is- I guess... Yeah, I, I haven't even really read about it yet, but Nolan. Um, but yes, uh, I just put I've been hooked on Community. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'd love that show. Yeah. Um. So Community, fun show. Yeah. Uh. All right. Anything else? I don't think so. Sorry. Okay. Like I don't always, think so. uh, just at the end, I always like to just share with you, like, uh, you know, if you, if people always ask, like, what can you do to support the show? You can uh, write a review. Share it on social media, yeah. and then also we add just some uh, like links to like our favorite games, things that we've mentioned, things like that, and you, they're Amazon affiliate links, so it like throws through and you know that kind of stuff. So you can click through that too. Uh, all right, are you ready? You ready for my famous dad jokes? I'm ready. Uh, why did the two fours skip lunch? I don't know why. I kind of have an idea. You know what it is? It's I don't because they already ate. That's a. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it had to do something with eight, but I didn't want to, you know, spoil anything. <laughs> Did I spoil it anyway? All right, let's go. Relax. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Bye.